Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Heavyweights Podcast. In one corner, standing at six foot three, two hundred ninety pounds of solid chicken wings, Dustin Urban. And this corner at six foot seven, two hundred eighty pounds, the one, the only, Big Daddy Nick Klein. We are the Heavyweights Podcast. Thanks for everybody coming back again. We are officially into the twenty twenty one NFL offseason. Hello, hello. I think it's going to be one of the most intriguing off-seasons we've had in recent memory from the simple standpoint of the quarterback carousel we're going through, the off-season Absolutely. stories, the cap drop likely going from $198 million down to 185 with the TV rights. We'll get into that a little later. But we're unfortunately going to have to start off this podcast with some terrible news again. The Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office on Monday morning at 1130 was called for a disturbance, not a disturbance, but a call at a hotel. There they found 38-year-old Vincent Jackson, former San Diego Charger and Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver, three-time Pro Bowler, um, dead in his hotel room. So thoughts and prayers with his family at this time. Much hasn't been released on the details. Yeah, they're still investigating. His family called on January um, or um, February 10th. There was an investigation being done because they couldn't find him. He checked into this hotel back in January on the 11th, had been staying there. So you don't know, really know what was going on in his head at this time. It's just it's an unfortunate situation for... The police did reach him on the 5th or the, the 12th. They reached him on February 10th. The family called to report on the 12th. They were able to uh, find him and contact him. So the case was closed because right. they were able to find him. But his hotel, uh, the housekeeper, doing their normal checks and cleaning, found him. Um, there was no apparent signs of trauma. The county medical examiner's office will determine the cause of death as well as... I, Officially identify Jackson's remain based on either DNA or dental records. Um, his family has been notified, obviously, but just, you know, kind of a report coming out of nowhere. Right. We haven't heard from him. He's been out of the league since 2017. You know, one of the faster, big big body receiver was great. Yeah. Phillip Rivers and, you know, had a few good years down in Tampa Bay as well. Made another Pro Bowl down there with Jameis as his quarterback. Just unfortunate that we've had to start off another episode with the tragic passing. But we'll kind of move on, you know, I, don't want to dwell on this too long. It's just it's an unfortunate yeah, if, situation. If we hear anything, if there's any developing news, we will bring it back up. But you know, we got some other news here in the NFL that's not as somber of news, I guess. I, I wouldn't say it's surprising news either. We knew that JJ Watt, the Houston Texans, the relationship had kind of been soiled. You'd seen the. And the, the money clips, they could save if they the money, release him here. But the one good thing that the Houston Texans have done right is they went ahead and fully released J.J. before the new league year, so that way he has the options to hit free agency essentially before it's the new league year yeah, started. Yeah, they could have fucked him. They could have, but J.J.'s been released, and so is Kawan Short was released this afternoon from the former Purdue standout, um, all-pro defensive tackle for the Carolina Panthers. He's been released. Now, he has only played in three games the last two years, uh, season has been cut short each time with shoulder injury. injury. Yeah, you know he had that. He was part of that great Carolina defense that when got that to the Super to, Bowl yeah. five years ago. He's only had three sacks in the last three years since signing that big contract extension. That's actually going to free up a little over nine million in cap space for Carolina. They're going to push hard to get someone like Deshaun Watson or move up in the draft to get their quarterback right. because reports are coming in, and I said it before. I never understood that Teddy Bridgewater deal, that three-year deal last year. It's too much money. You know what you have with him. He's a middle-of-the-road quarterback to bottom tier. They just really didn't have any other option there. You could have, you know, essentially tanked this year, which I, I know no team's going to tank. But and they played a lot better than a lot of people thought they would. Without Christian McCaffrey. Right. You know, there's been some reports that they were going to offer three first rounds and Christian McCaffrey. Those yeah, that's not going to happen. Those reports are completely fake. They're not going to move on from one of the 
best playmakers in all NFL. I mean, McCaffrey has redefined how the running back position has been played the last few years. When healthy, he is by far the best running back in this league. I mean, not with three first-round picks on top of it. Either. No, you're, you're, you're basically saying you're going to try to win it. They have too many holes on defense and offense. They lack too many playmakers. They can't just mortgage everything for Deshaun Watson. And that's why the Houston Texans still have not, you know, come off of what I mean, they're taking calls, but they're not. They've been, uh, there's nothing really serious right now. Reports came out today that they're telling every single team that they are not trading him, which they should. essentially, That's unless the team blows, value up. It seems blow them away, but we'll go back to J.J. Watt being released. He's going to want to sign with a contender. He has the history with Mike Vrabel you know, in Tennessee. He was his right. defensive coordinator. He's going to want to play for a legit Super Bowl contender. Yeah. So off the top of my head right now, you, know, you go to teams that need – that immediate pass rush, and he's still elite, and you know, right, can play inside or outside. outside. He plays outside majority of the time, but but he can go in this past inside. two years yeah. moving down inside into the three technique and the one technique. You know, Carolina, not Carolina, sorry, Green Bay Packers jump off That's to my you. Number one, right there. I, I wouldn't say number one. I, it's just, I mean, that might be his biggest interest, but he would definitely have. He could. Make a lot more money other places. I don't think at this point it's not about money. He's. I'm just. I mean, he could go to a good team and still make money. More money though. I'm. uh, I've read that he's actually seriously considering the Browns. Just picture him and Miles Garrett. That's scary. The Browns would be a great fit, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and Um, they could pay him. Yeah. The leadership in the locker room that he's going to immediately bring. You know, kind of hold everything together. Um, Tennessee would be up on my list. Mm, They could pay him. Arizona. They could pay him. Make want to make that leap. Um, and Seattle would be my biggest I don't, know dark I, 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 I don't think Pittsburgh. it's going to be because J.J. wants to take money. It's going to be he wants to go to a team. Yeah, but at the same time, he's not going to take $3 million. So with how, the way how the much cap money space is this year with the salary cap and everything, if he wants to legit you know, make a deeper run into the playoffs. I think at minimum. You, think, you didn't mention Pittsburgh. Where his brothers are at. Well, let's see what they do. With One of the worst cap situations. Sure, well, yeah, got a good point. They're there. gonna their priority is probably gonna be more than likely to try to re-sign Bud Dupree, or yeah. if they can get Ben Roethlisberger to restructure his deal, which he already said he would. He I, says that but he's gonna have to. He says he, he two didn't two two sexually two assault someone in the bathroom stall, so that happened twice. <laughs> but God, so I'll believe it when I, I see it with Big Ben that. Roethlisberger. But the owner and. Big Ben's already said he's going to take a restructured contract because he, they're going to have to do something. They can't right. afford the roster. $40 million dollars yeah, what they and, and he has no problem doing that because he knows he's probably got one year left. You know, He tailed off hard this year. Right. I think you can get another good year out of him. You've got to keep him healthy, though, and you've got to keep him upright. That offensive line needs more more work. Andre Villanueva is a free agent. You know, he'd been a great left tackle, struggled this past year. I mean, that whole offensive line struggled. They well, lost their starting Pounce, center. Yeah, Pouncey retired. Pouncey, both Pouncey. Both yeah, Pouncey but they didn't retire for the Steelers, yeah. so. But still, I mean, Pittsburgh's got a lot of holes. J.J. Watt would be a nice toy for him, but he's – I don't I don't see him going to Pittsburgh personally. Seattle and Cleveland and Green Bay would be my top three right now at this point. Kawan Short, though, with the injury history – and everything else that's been going on, you know, he hasn't had the production in three years. Right. He's going to have to take a smaller deal, kind of like what you've seen with Gerald McCoy trying to stay in the league and a few other players. I think at minimum, there's going to be about 10 teams that are looking at J.J. Watt that can afford him and that consider themselves. I think you're going to see him be willing to stay in the five to six million dollar range. You can get two elite years out of him. I I I really don't think it's going to. 
I don't think his contract's going to blow you away when he signs with the I'm team. I'm not saying it's going to blow me away, but it's not going to be anywhere near $10 million. I think it'll be closer to $10 yeah, million than five. If you one-year deal, it'll be $10 million. I think it'll be closer to $10 million than five. He just got cut off a $17 million contract. And if you look at his numbers, even though he's been hurt he over the past five years, uh, sparingly, he's still one of the top defensive linemen in the game. How old is he? 31, 32? I believe he's 32 or 33. No. Yeah, People I, overpay for defensive linemen. It's one of the most important positions. So, I mean, I... I Edge rusher is... Right. By far, one of the most hardest positions you have to have to win. That's why I think you're going to see closer to five to seven. With incentives, maybe it's bumped up closer to eight to nine million. Uh, incentives don't count against cap, though, like, <laughs> like we've discussed before. I, I get that. I just don't think, you know, the base of this, I think he's going to look at getting five to six million, which is going to be guaranteed, and everything else is going to be incentive because he's going to want to play for He could also sign center. a two year deal with somebody and backload it. Yeah, you know, so. It, the NFL's new TV rights here, they're looking at getting around 10 years, $110 billion. Right. So if they backload it, this, this salary cap is, is going, going to up. skyrocket. Right. Not, it's not this year. This year, it's likely going to be around 185 right. That's actually only a thir- $13 million drop. Which is pretty is big, bad. though. The only team that's going to struggle no matter what right now is the New Orleans Saints, who are sitting at $245, million. Sitting sixty-one million over the cap yeah. as it sits right now. Oh yeah. God! And They're, the Eagles are sitting at thirty-five million. The over? Eagles are the second worst team by far right now. If you're Jacksonville or Indianapolis Colts, you have the most cap space mm-hmm. by far. Right. Obviously, the Colts because they're gonna, Patriots are like third or fourth. I think. I, think, I believe they're fifth. The Jets are third. Jets right are up now. there too. So it's it's going to be interesting. We're going to know more of this. That these t- this TV deal is going to be brokered before the start of the new league year in March, the first week of March. So we're only a couple weeks out from that. We're going to get into. You know, a lot more draft talk starting, you know, when we start re-recording our podcast on Sundays and releasing for the start of the week because we're in the off season, so we don't need to record, you know, throughout the week. We can just kind of work on stuff. So we'll get more into that, that free agency tracker, the NFL mock drafts and everything else. But one last thing is you see a lot of these teams having their end of the year press conferences. They're meeting over Zoom with reporters. Titans GM John Robinson today commented that Matt Nagy, or not Matt Nagy, Mike Vrabel has been in contact with J.J. Watt, and so is he. So that's why, you know, you see that similarity there. I'm not sure if he's going to want to go to Tennessee, although, you know, it can be appealing with Derrick Henry. Ryan Tannehill hasn't played terrible. That defense needs some major help. They haven't had a, a pass rush in four to five years, it feels like. But the biggest thing here is, do you guys remember who they drafted in the first round last year? Isaiah Wilson. Did you see the comments on him today? Yeah, not not good. He was placed on the COVID non-participant list twice this past year. He has been placed on the same list again right now, and he has said the way they scouted last year, the player that showed up for training camp was not the player that they drafted. Wilson, during the offseason, during training camp, got busted at a frat party in Tennessee, was ticketed with trespassing, and then got a DUI after wrecking into a concrete barrier during the season back in late September, I believe. Pro move. He didn't play a start a single game this year. He struggled consistently when he was. They were trying to get him in. So basically, John Robinson said today is he's going to have to take a long, hard look in the mirror and decide if he has what it takes or wants to do what it takes to be an NFL player. They're already admitting right here that that was a big bust. It was highly questionable that they, you know, the back end took him to begin with. Took him to begin with. They knew they were going to lose Jack Conklin. You know, they couldn't afford to keep him. They had Taylor Lewan. They needed another tackle there. It's just Isaiah Wilson did not look like that part, and so it's 
kind of intriguing seeing like you usually don't see a team give up on their first round draft pick this early. At least talk about giving up on them in yeah. the first year. Outside of, you know, a major arrest or something else, but that's been that'll be something to watch going in. You know, For that sure. tackle that offensive tackle class last year was one of the better ones we've seen in recent memory. For sure. With we saw how Tristan Worst played in the Super Bowl. Um, the Jets made the smart move. The worst, I think, was still taking Jedrick Wills fourth overall. Or not Jedrick Wills. Um, he, to, he played pretty well. At Cleveland. Cleveland. He struggled at times. But, uh, I mean, he's a rookie. But yeah. he uh, – you're, you're talking uh, about Giants the, the uh, guy from Georgia. Uh, Andrew Thomas. Yeah. Who played left tackle down there. Isaiah Wilson played right tackle. You know, neither one of them have been looking good. Well, I mean – they're going to have to address that in the offseason. We'll get that when we, we hit up the – I just hope the kid gets his head out of his ass and, you know, yeah, it changes around and uses his motivation. I mean, as a Colts fan, I don't. But <laughs> – I, I still don't wish that on any NFL player. <laughs> right. You I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm saying Jesus. what I say. But, it, I mean, you, we've talked about it before. It shows the NFL draft. I don't want him to lose his job, but sure. I, hope, I hope he doesn't turn into a good player. But I hope he does for his sake. I hope he does pull his head out of his ass. You know, it takes a lot to stay in this league. It takes a lot. It takes a lot to get there. To get there. And he's already put in so much work and just to piss it away on just stupid mistakes. Like, why are you going to a fucking frat party during training camp? Well, with with COVID going on. During training camp, for sure. During training camp with COVID going on, you have these tight restrictions. You have no right to be at a frat party. Yeah. And then you talk about he almost jumped out of the second story window just to get away. Like, you're an idiot. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, <laughs> John Robinson had every right to, you know, talk down to him. Yeah. We've got so much to get Sorry, into this offseason, though. But for now, Urban's dumbass wanted to kind of switch shit up oh, this yeah. week. So, we're going to let him take back this segment that I started doing last year that we kind of went away from. But let's well, we get it. We changed in. a lot of shit up, haven't we? Well,. I mean, I'm still trying to change you to get off this fucking podcast, but, but Urban's, I'm, I'm going to do Would You Rather this week, so let's kick it to that. Oh yeah, it's that time of week again where we throw out two blind stat lines and let you pick the player you would rather start. Would you rather? All right, so quarterbacks are going to be a main thing. We talk about this offseason with a lot of them being on the move. So this particular quarterbacks, this goes from 2018 to 2020. These are their stats. In 39 games, player A is 25 and 13 in those games. He's thrown for eight, a little bit over 8,400 yards. He's 65.3 completion percentage, 57 touchdowns. He's thrown 30 INTs, and he's been sacked 80 times. Player B in those 39 games is 17 and 21 and 1. He's thrown for 9,700 yards, 64 touchdowns, and 59 INTs. And he's been sacked 118 times. Who do you th- Which player would you take, Reeves, A or B? Well, A has the more wins, but B has more passing yards and touchdowns. Okay, here's my thing, Reeves. When the quarterback records isn't a fucking NFL stat. I'm just going off right now. I mean, it's games that they started. Yeah. Is, I mean, it is a stat because Tom Brady has the most wins of all time. So, I mean, I, it, it's not a reflection of how good the quarterback is. I mean, I don't it, even sometimes B. it is, for sure. Player B. 
I, I would look at other stuff over that because then that same fact you can sit there you sit, you're gonna sit there and tell me that okay it's just something that you throw in there it's I'm not saying that's what you pick off yeah, of yeah just just going through the stats just a little bit I'm not doing much wins or not but I want to go with player B okay all right so there's no age in this so that's fine but for me. You're looking at completion percentage. Yards per attempt are exactly the same as 6.7. Adjusted yards per attempt. Player player B stays the same at that 6.7. Player A drops off to 6.5, which tells me that that team's going to run more screens. Um, the net yards, uh, you're going to see that at 6 for almost each of them. My thing here is, though, I'm going to go ahead and look at player B's thrown almost – Almost 200 more attempts. Right. So has he had a run game? Has he had a defense? You know that if you want to look at the record there, you know they're four games under under 500 there with a one tie. But I want to know with how fast they're turning the ball over. I wish you would have put up their fumbles or something like you know just straight right. fumbles. But I wanted to see. <clears throat> sorry, how often do these quarterbacks throw interceptions? Because I get they're almost damn near tied. It's every 40 attempts for player A to almost every 50. 50 attempts for player B. I don't think player B is going to have as many weapons, maybe not as good a defense. So I'm taking player B here still, even though he's thrown he's thrown for more touchdowns less. But I'm going to stick with player B, I feel like. Okay, player A is Mitchell Trubisky. That would explain the quarterback record, why I'm glad I didn't go off that. Player B is Carson Wentz. Yeah, and right now yeah, I would, I would step – Right. Whoa. Obviously. Wait, what? Yeah, I'd take Carson Wentz over Mitchell Trubisky. But, I mean, not in that. I didn't think Trubisky I mean, was I, I, I like. That's pretty good stats for Trubisky. I mean, you personally, that's weird that you say that. But. I like Trubisky. I just don't. Right. Yeah. Weird that I say what? Oh, him. him. That's what <laughs> he, He's like Mitch Trubisky fan club. I know. But Him and Daniel Jones. Right. I think I'm about getting one of those half jerseys with both of them on it. Oh, yeah. dear God, please do. <laughs> yeah, please do. Please do. Please, yeah. They put a hype I mean, I'll, I'll throw in on it. <laughs> well, and look, look at this, too. Wentz has been sacked, shit, 38 more times. Yeah. Right. That's unreal. So, you know, me sitting there breaking it down. He I mean, hasn't had that. that terrible offensive do you, line. I don't think a team's fallen off after winning a Super Bowl as hard as anybody. Right. Compared to what the Philadelphia Eagles have gone through. They're in cap hell. I don't remember a quarterback fought like in the like the midst of his career playing as well as he has, struggling this much from he one played, year to the next. I was gonna say he, he played was close great. to MVP ball. I mean he in twenty seventeen to the playoffs. Then he got towards twenty eighteen to yeah. twenty nineteen. Well twenty seventeen to twenty eighteen. He struggled out of the game twenty eighteen coming back from an ACL. But if you even compare his or 2019 tw- to 2020, that's I'm what I'm sorry. saying. If you compare last year's stats to this previous season, just the drop off. Right. I know they don't have weapons. I fully believe it's in his head. He's got to get a new. I mean, they didn't players. have a lot of weapons from uh, the 2019 2020 season either. There was a lot of injuries there. Offensive line played a hell of a lot better. Right. Oh, Jason no, Kelsey, at least, Jason Peters. At least twice as well Lane as Johnson. they played. Lane Johnson, who's still in the elite, but I mean, Peters is 38, still trying to play in the league. Kelsey's right. He, they they got to find his prime. They got to find something there. It, I mean, obviously, I don't think either one of these teams. I think Carson Wentz is obviously the guy that is more likely to continue with his team that he's on, just because of yeah, it's going to be really hard to move. I've seen some stuff about them trying to move him. They're 
they're not getting what they thought they were going to. They're not getting offered what they thought. Nobody's even offered them a first one first round pick, let alone two. Dude, I fully agree that the Colts they stuck with two seconds and a conditional third or fourth, depending yeah. on wins plays. And, and I'm okay with balls. That. And that's a lot. Right. You want your second round picks to be starters. Right. And especially Potential Pro Bowl. The last two. Now, have the Colts missed on their second round picks lately? Yes. They not, were. not this past season. Michael Pittman and Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor looks like a hit. Pittman has the makings of a wide receiver. When one, he was healthy this year, he's But been you go back, year. Rocky Asinge has struggled right. tremendously. You don't know what you're getting out of um, not Ben Banigou. Well, they, they drafted uh, the safety, Wilson or Willis. Kari Willis? In the third round. Kari Willis? I thought he was a fourth-round pick. Third-round pick. Okay, I, but I'm talking about second-round. No, I'm just saying, like, Ballard. I mean, it's hit or miss, dude. It's a draft. It's Nothing's perfect. He's hit more than he has. Right. I mean, he, he for sure has. But, I mean, going back to his second-round picks, he missed on that cornerback Quentin Wilson or Quincy Wilson. Yeah. From Quincy Florida. Wilson. That was his first one. And Malik Hooker that year. That was just, I mean... He came in a month and a half before. Hooker was a first round pick, though, wasn't he? 15th yeah. overall. Yeah. And I'm still taking him at number 15, him falling that far in that draft. Yeah. I mean, at hind- the time, hindsight, yeah. no. Yeah. There's a I'll reason why he out. dropped. No, yeah. I'm not still taking him. I think if he stays but, healthy, he's a lot better. But. I mean, he's he pos- he's going to be on the move for sure. Oh, yeah. We've got safety yeah. figure out. Terry I mean, the, off, the off season's always interesting. Like I said, this one's going to be a little different. You know, the off season means usually one thing, and that's winter. So, hey, guys, we are in the thick of this winter, and I know most of us around here have had this giant, you know, storm come through with anywhere from a couple inches. You even saw down in Texas to up here, we got almost an entire foot of snow. Sounds about right. So, Manscaped, you know, it looks like one to three inches in the forecast when you trim, you know, that hibernation bush that's, you know, down there in your pants. Luckily, our partners at Manscaped specialize in products to make sure you're walking around town with beautiful snowballs. You right. don't want these fuzzy, nasty... Don't be watch, walking around with squatch pants, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Manscaped is here to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience, offering precision engineer tools for your family jewels. You know, nothing's better than using, you know, any of their new products, the ball deodorant. Top of the line. Anything we can't recommend enough. Even their new cologne has been great. Top of the line. Wow, I mean... <laughs> all right. Well, head on over to Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with with code heavyweights. It's one word, heavyweights at manscaped.com. Top and, of the line. Oh, dear God, man. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> Let's get into our other commercial break. <laughs> oh, Top of the line. Please help us out and buy some product. Thank you again to Anchor. Thank you again to Manscaped. Top of the line. We can't recommend uh, Manscaped's products enough. And again, Anchor for all the support they've given us. You know, If you're starting a podcast, Anchor's what you want. Generally, that's, and that's rule number one. Rule number two is don't invite Reeves. your neighbor. Yeah. So we'll get into the draft a little bit. We got we are officially 11 weeks away from the NFL. draft. We are under 70 days until the start, which is one of my favorite times of the year. But to complete those NFL drafts, you need to know what direction most teams are heading for. And the Absolutely. best way to get, you know, a feel of what teams are doing is looking at free agency. Yes. Normally, we would want to do 25 to 30 players here. I don't want to go that much. That's way too much. We're going to spend 45 minutes talking about that shit. No one wants to hear who your 25th best player is. So let's just shorten it down to 10 to 15. But starting off, your number one free agent this year. Who do you, you have? Who you think? JJ Watt. I'm going with Dak Prescott because technically he's under. He's you think he's going to move, though? 
That's, Technically, that's, he's a free that's agent. That's fine to Jared Jones. I mean, and if Jared Jones is that move? stupid, then yeah. I mean, oh, you, yeah. you have the ankle question. But right now, I'm trading him. I'm not Quarterback is walk. the most important position in the NFL. And if Dak, if they let Dak hit the open market, they're idiots. Then he's yeah. definitely my number one then at that point. Because you don't have right. enough draft capital to move up to get. Right. Personally, I don't think Dak's going to be a free agent. But I get I Technically, get, I get he is, though. I, I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that I don't. I didn't see. I didn't put him in my list because I don't see him as a free agent. Okay. Uh, I went with Chris Godwin number one, personally. Uh, now, I have his him as, best landing spot, in my opinion, is to go back to the Buccaneers. I get that. I didn't even put him as wide receiver number one in my free agent ranking. That's fine. I mean, I I, I, I didn't either. I could guess who you're going with, but yeah, who's your number two, Reeves? I got Joe Tooney, the offensive guard for the New England Patriots. He's not even the best guard available. I get I that. don't even have him in the Brandon top. Scherf. Yeah, Brandon Sharif. The all pro. Two and three for me. Two and twenty five for me. So, but Damn. Uh, wow. <laughs> I got I got Justin Simmons at number two. Oh, I got him way down the list. That would I be mean, another top, one. I, top I think, three safeties in the league. Yeah, uh, struggled a little bit in pass coverage this past year, but he's one of the best tackling safeties in the league and play down in the box. That's another one, though. I honestly don't believe he leaves Denver. They understand it. Yeah. He is a leader on that they defense. He's still young. He's only 26, yeah. I believe. Um, for me, though, I went with someone who kind of came into form. It took him a while to get going this year. I went with Antonio Brown, number two. He's back. You know, he's been through a lot. We know, you know. See what happens. The lawsuits against him, you know, if he's convicted of anything. But as of right now, Antonio Brown is still a top five receiver in this NFL. The NFL. He could be. Top five? He yes. Didn't, I mean, he didn't play. Put him top five. Yes. I don't even put him top ten right now. That's fine. Um, you also said you wouldn't even put Gronk in the top ten, and it oh. took him a while to get going, too, out of, you know, coming out of retirement. And Antonio Brown hasn't played much the last. Five. But you're going to sit there and tell me that Antonio Brown's not one of the hardest receivers to still cover. And look at all the weapons they had, and it took a while to get going. But Antonio Brown I mean, down the stretch, he, he proved he's he still did. elite. He proved himself, yeah. but I don't think he's – I mean, but you got to think. Number two on the top But, but you got to also think, Reeves, he wasn't the main target there. No. So, no, I mean, that, that – I mean, there's three – there's three – I mean, they just had an embarrassment of riches there yeah. in Tampa. So, I mean, he's not going to get the same amount of touches. But when Chris Godwin was out – Antonio Brown looked like Antonio Brown. And Brady, early on in the season, was missing Brown. It wasn't that Brown wasn't getting open. Brady was missing him it was a lot. That, I think people forget And that. the timing was off. It, that's just yeah. Brown but, still has the best feet in the NFL. His route running abilities are unreal. Even though they got frostbit. But, and Brady was struggling to get the ball downfield a little more because it takes a little while to get that, that right. timing down. That's why he was going to Mike Evans so much in the red zone, which you should because Mike Evans is the one of the speed's still there for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, he hasn't lost Brown. a touch. So I went number two. And then number three, I kept it with Tampa Bay there, though, and I went with Levante David, who's been one of the most underrated linebackers in the league. I think it would be great I personally don't stay, think he's going. But Tampa Bay could afford to lose him just from the simple standpoint. Is that they, Devin White? They do have Devin White. You know, they might want to – they've got so many questions on this team. You know, Gronk's a free agent. Shaq Barrett. Chris Godwin's a free agent. Shaq Barrett and Dominican Sue. They've got a lot of issues. Right. And I think Levante's going to be the one that gets through the cracks and, and leaves. So, at three, I went with Allen Robinson. Okay. I had him at five. Um, wide receiver. Just name your third. I did. I did. Oh, that was your third. Levante who, David. Who, who I, I said I had Brandon Sheriff. Okay, well that's that's four for me. That's Shaq up. Barrett at four. I mean, he's the top offensive lineman available. Shaq Barrett didn't even make my top ten. He's up. To, he's not. In, he's in my top, top ten, five. but he's in my top fifteen. Which 
you know, he's he's shown to himself that he. So who was four for you? JJ Watt. Okay. Because I, I do think for the next two years he's going to be one of the elite defensive players in the league. I think people forget, you know, they've been so enamored with Aaron Donald. JJ Watt's run from 2012 to he's a three-time defensive player of the year was unparalleled, yeah. and he had 16 passes defended in 2014. I mean, right. for the love of God, like I know Donald's been that dominant. I think JJ Watt was dominant for his stretch. If you take you compare their four years, and he's not done. If if he can get to a spot where they have a decent defensive line in place, and he doesn't get double teamed, holy fucking shit, is he going to tear he some shit up? Yeah, he can still be a thirteen to fifteen a sack yeah. player guy easily. Goes to Cleveland, right? God. Or anywhere that has a decent defensive line. Yeah, him but, and Miles Garrett though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what if the Rams figured out a way to get him? Oh my god, I mean, that would just be stupid. He's gonna have to take a, a two million dollar contract. I mean, you, you which said I, it. I wouldn't be surprised, but that's also completely unfair. Him and Aaron Donald on the same life's not line. fair, my friend. But all right, who you got a four Reeves? Uh, the five. No, four. Oh, I said Shaq Barrett. Oh, okay. All right, five. I got Chris Godwin. All right. At five, I got Watt. We talked about him enough. Five for you is? Allen Robinson. Okay. Six, I went with Kenny Galladay. Same. All right. Injuries, been a problem. But Just this year. if you get him with a, another really good quarterback, he's going to – most teams in the league, he's going to be their number one guy. You got six, Nick. I got Brandon Sharif, uh, all pro guard. I know guard's not the sexiest position you can win without you know dominant guards, but the fact that he might hit free agency blows my mind just from the simple fact that the Washington football team needs so much help on that O-line, and he's been the one constant stay outside of Trent Williams, who in hindsight I do have at number seven is Trent is getting up there in age, but he showed why he is one of the best left tackles we've seen in the league. Right, he can still get it decade. done. He, he played well in San Francisco He has some sloppy moments, but I don't know if San Francisco can afford to keep him around. They want to, but a team like the Indianapolis Colts would be a good spot for them. <laughs> Just that, depending on what, what the like contract it. he's looking for. But you you can at like least get two to, two to three years really you know, of dominant dominant play, and it's honestly an upgrade over Anthony Costanzo. Nothing against what Costanzo has been able to no. do. In his career, he's never even been a Pro Bowler. Well, he, that's Pro Bowl's a joke. He should have been the right. Pro I'm Bowl, just saying, Pro Bowler. And he was the only good offensive lineman on that team for seven straight years, and got shit on because of that. Right. I mean, but Trent Williams for me, and then eight, I got Chris Godwin. All right. So seven, I went Shaquille Barrett. I mean, he he led the league in sacks two seasons ago. This year, he took a little bit of a step back, but. You've seen in that playoffs how dominant he was, and especially in that Super Bowl, him and JPP were just getting after it. So I think he said he wants to break the bank, and that's why I, that's why I don't have uh, Levante he, David even on my list because I think they're going to pay him instead of Barrett. I think Barrett's gone. I think they're going to let they're going to need a pass rusher more over bringing. They, they can draft. They're going to try. I get they that. can easily draft. Or not easily, but they can try and draft one. That's what I think. I mean, Barrett coming do. back on that one year deal, I think it was around 11, 12 million, you know, betting on himself again because he led the league in sacks two years ago, kind of out of nowhere. Right. Um, you know, just showing that it wasn't a one time fluke. And yeah. it's so hard to find a pass rusher these I'm days. I'm just saying, I, I don't think they're going to be able to keep him. So, I mean, he's, he's definitely going to be somebody I'd watch out for. Uh, 
Eight. I went with Trey Williams. Who'd you go with that? Seven. I went seven. I went with Aaron Jones, running back for Green Bay. Eight, I, I kept Aaron Jones out of my top 20 just because running backs are a dime a dozen. I, I get he's good. Packers did put a transitional tag on him as well. So if someone isn't willing to put pay him over $8 million a year, he's going back to the Packers. Oh. I think the days are done of, outside of like a Christian McCaffrey, that. Alvin Kamara type running back. You're not going to see these 10 to right, $15 million that, a year. Oh, that's interesting. Pack, I'm just saying, with the Packers already putting that on them, unless somebody like the Jets, the Jets are a team that will probably do it. I would definitely pay him ten million a year for three years, possibly. I would like if that. I'm the Jets, I would really like that for the Jets. If I'm the Jets, I'm I'm not because they're going to have a hard time getting people to come there. Still, I don't care with their new coach, whatever they've sucked for as long as they have. They're going to have to overpay for a few guys. You got to build the culture, kind of like what Cleveland was able right. to do the last two years. Nine, I went with Will Fuller. Okay. Speedster. Now nah, another guy. Can he stay healthy? That's the only question with Will That's Fuller. That's the only question. And, and he has not been back. able to do it. Not much. Flat he, out. He, he has, has not. This year is the only year he's ever stayed healthy. And he looked damn good. Well, he didn't even get to finish the season because he decided to, <laughs> you know, do a little stairway use. Talk to Brian Cushing right. a little bit. And uh, I think he has. He misses one game to start the year. Or, no, he played. He started the yeah, entire started. year. No, I meant, like, he does he still have another game on the suspension? No, I think he's done. No, he, it was the last four games of the season, yeah. okay. so he's he's good to start the new year. I, I wanted to put him up there. It's just for me, he hasn't been able to stay healthy. We right. know he's one of the best deep ball receivers. I just I don't see it. That's then, fine. I, I went with uh, Joe Thune, um there at nine for me, though. I got the center of the Green Bay Packers, Corey Lindsley. I don't know if Green Bay lets him walk because – They better not. <laughs> all first team all pro this past year, you know, struggled when he was a fifth round draft pick, I believe in 2013 or 14, you know, struggled quite a bit, but the last three years, he's kind of been underrated. Uh, right. You know, didn't make the pro bowl, but first team all pro that shows you how much the pro bowl is a joke. They'd be dumb to let him walk because Bakhtiari is not getting any younger. Um, and that still gives them two dominant offensive linemen. And you've got to keep Aaron Rodgers protected. And yeah. Lindsley is 14 for me. And I'll get to that later, but He's so good in the run game and calling out blitz protections um, for the offensive line and pass pro, pass pro sets. I just I don't see them letting him walk. But who you, who you got at Tim Reeves? I got Leonard Fournette. The I, fuck? Yeah, I like how he came on. He's still young. At the end of the year, he started running really well. I think he's a good back. We'll see if he leaves Tampa though. Yeah, that's true. He might take a discount. I don't know with his attitude. He might not, but. I, I, like I mean, I think he's shown, if anything, he has the decent I like attitude. Free agent he just so played for the Bucks in the I like, Super Bowl. I, I just do because of his age, and I like what I saw the progression from him, especially at the end of the year. Who you got, Tim, Nick? <laughs> Two running backs in the top. Oh, Jesus Christ. I went with Kenny Galladay at 10. I went with Hunter Henry at 10. Injury history, though. But he's the best tight end for sure available, and he's going to get paid. Now, whether that be from the Chargers, I mean the Chargers, I don't think are going to be able to pay him. Dan Feeney are both free agents; they're starting guards, so they've got some major questions. Who haven't played that greatest in their career, anyways? Now, Feeney's battled some injuries the last few years. Lamp, when he was able to stay healthy in the twenty nineteen season, looked great. So, I don't know. We'll see. It would be interesting to see. You know, so we've pretty much covered. You know, I my list going forward, you know, I had Shaq Barrett here in the top 15. I had Justin Simmons at 13, Corey Lindsley at 14. The last two players I've got that we can just kind of hit on is at 12, it might surprise, but I got Trey Hendrickson there. Shit, I forgot about him. 13 and a half yeah. sacks this past season. Well, the Saints, 
the Saints aren't going the rotation. Him trying to get in there, especially with Davenport. Right. I mean, I, play, I, playing alongside Cam Jordan though, and Davenport is it well, helps, he, but he's well, not. Well, him and Davenport him. really weren't on the field. They, he was coming. Davenport, in Davenport got hurt this year right. as well, so it, it allowed him for the first time really to get more more reps. And he his pass win rate and led the team sacks. He was top five in the league in the last few years in pass win rate right. on, on pass um, protections. So I, I like him there. And then at fifteen, I didn't like. I wanted to put Hunter Henry there, but I put Gronk just because he is a free agent. The only team he's going to play for, though, we know is Tampa Bay. <laughs> Somebody he might break the bank and go get him, but I don't think he will. But you know, he's going to take some days off during the season. You know, he's not going to give it his one hundred percent effort. But there's no one better in the playoff run outside of maybe Travis Kelsey, but Gronk shows that we know he's one of the best pass-blocking tight ends of all time, but the things he can do when he wants to play this hard, and he saves his body better than anybody going late in the season because I know he gets injury hurt, but Gronk, for me, rounds up my top 15. 11, for me, I went with Yannick Ngakwe. He's at eight sacks in every year of his career. And I think he's just going to continue. Yeah, Baltimore's got some decisions. Continue to get better. Uh, Judon's a free agent, too. Also, yeah. Uh, At 12, I went with Leonard Williams. He had a career year this year where Giants probably aren't going to pay him. I mean, they might, but they franchise tagged him last year. Be interesting to see what they do there. I I think they're going to have to get a long-term deal done with him because they've got so many questions on the defensive line. And he plays well in that scheme. I mean, He's been a great fit, and, you know, he's – Kind of shed that bus label, right? But. Yeah, because he did not play well in that, for the other New York team, the Jets. But at thirteen, I went with AJ Boye. He was just released from he he from does have like one or two games still left on his suspension to start the year, though. So for PEDs, so we'll see what that. So is. he's your number one corner. Yeah, I mean. Uh, Jair Alexander is a free agent. Patrick Peterson. Yeah, but I don't think Jair Peterson's past. Jair Alexander isn't going anywhere. Um, he's still he's staying with the Packers. Xavier Rhodes, who had a bounce back year. I don't think he's form. going anywhere. Okay. I think the Colts are keeping him. So, I, I get you. I just questions. went with people that I think are going to be on the move. Uh, okay. 14, I went with Vaughn Miller. Coming off an Achilles injury, though. We'll see if he can be the same. Yeah, he needs to. Uh, but it was at the start of last year. Yeah. So at least it wasn't towards the end. You honestly think he's going to go? I mean, I don't even know. He's still he's facing. He could be suspended for quite a bit of time. Yeah, the legal we'll see. he's going through right now. We'll see. I mean, it's the NFL. They sweep fucking half the shit. I think people should be suspended for under the rug. They give two game suspension. Fucked up text that they give. I mean, his right his girlfriend. Words are words, and actions are actions, though. So, I mean. We'll see what happens there. But at 15, I went with Bud Dupree. Round up my. He had I, a career. I, think I like Bud With Big Ben restructuring, I really think they're going to. Because Bud, until he got hurt this past year. Past two years. He's had career years. Yeah, and until he got hurt this past year, you know, he. I was hoping it wasn't just a one hit wonder, you know, we going in last year. Was, they played very well until he got hurt. Round up my top 15. I got Juju at 11, Will Fuller at 12. Gronk at 13, 14, Trey Williams at 15, Bud Dupree. <laughs> Who you got at 14? Trent Williams. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. you got Juju there a little high there, buddy. Um, that's why I kind of got quiet. Uh, I just ate. He's looking, I don't know, but he's looking more and more like another number one wide receiver and just disappeared. Deontay Johnson took over that 
that premier spot for mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. Yeah, between him and Chase Claypool. And, and you know. Claypool Big, fell off Big more ben, towards the end of the year, though. If you're Big Ben's number one receiver, he's going to throw to mostly just you. And that just it clearly went away after the first three weeks. You know, he was averaging some games. He'd have six catches for only 15 yards. I, I just I don't. Maybe that first year with Antonio Brown on the other side, you know, he benefited. And nobody's looking at you. You know, yeah. he benefited from that, so he's not a number one option to me right now. He could prove me wrong. Yeah, he could um, go somewhere. You know, for the season to lead the league in receptions, and it just it didn't happen. Well, I don't think Godwin's a number one. I think he's a, one of the best number two wide receivers in the NFL. I think he could easily be a number one, just from the simple fact that he's shown it when Mike Evans has been out. Personally, I've seen him and the impact he did have. Very when he, well, you could tell the difference in the offense, the way it flowed with even with Brady this year with him when Godwin was in and not out. And out, it was just there was a night and day difference. So I, I fully believe he is a number one receiver. Pretty sure Pro Football Focus had him as the fifth best receiver last year, ratings. Well, you can still take but, that with a grain of salt, too. right? Pro Football Focus has some crazy ratings, but I'm just saying he's better than Juju Smith by far. Well, I have yeah, I have my head of Juju. I had Chris Godwin at five. So yeah. All right, so we let. Urban do the you worst. You know, Allen Robinson in your top ten? No, God no. I think he is an overrated receiver. Has been. I call him Mr. Fourth Quarter. Okay. That's, how he, that's how he gains his yards. Okay. He's trash. Uh, who's been his quarterbacks this whole career? And Blake the, the Bortles and Mitchell Trubisky. And, and the numbers he's put up. With he should the two, be honored. Two, two of the trashiest fucking quarterbacks that have ever played the game. Al Robinson has been one of the most underrated receivers in the league the last three years. Well, he has a winning record. Yeah, but 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 the defense has look, a winning record for yeah, him. Yeah, dude, like are you fucking serious? You're just gonna say he has a winning record because he's playing with the top ten defense. He just in the has he's just, just as good enough stats as Deshaun Watson does. No, he doesn't. No, he does not. We fucking went over this before. Like, no, he, he doesn't. He he does. Yeah, pull it up. He doesn't have fucking. He's thrown about forty more interceptions than him, and fucking. 50 less touchdowns. The dude led the league in passing yards this year. Yeah, With no offensive line. Oh, because he, he really did well in 2019. It's like the Dallas Pistons. Because he, he did well in 2019 when he played the whole fucking year. And he threw 16 touchdowns. Is he that fucking good, really? Trubisky? Trubisky. He played the whole season in 2019-2020. He threw... 16 or 17 touchdowns. Matt Stafford played nine games and threw more touchdowns the than Bears him. Bears have not given any weapons. Oh, okay. You're talking Allen about, Robinson. You're just talking about, again, he is not a number one. He has never Oh, played. my God. If you don't think Allen Robinson's a number one wide receiver in this league, you're fucking insane. No, he's a perfect number two, but that's just about when is he? When's he ever been a number two? He never has. When? He was number two. No, he was not. When? Who was better than him? What wide receiver has he ever played with that's better than him? Yeah, his number two is already out of the league. Who did he come in with at number two? Justin Blackman? Are you going to say he was, well, he was worse yeah. than Justin Blackman? He Blackman was, was drafted a year before him. Right. He, he was, was never number Blackman two. Justin Blackman would have got his head out of his ass. No. He been number two the whole time. No, he wouldn't have. Justin Blackman was doing damn well before he decided. He played to play. one year. I don't even know if he played more than four games. Like he did, he wasn't but, good. He wasn't that, that good. That wasn't straight up. That wasn't he. Wasn't there? Allen Robinson was the number one receiver. You Google fucking Allen Robinson, buddy. He only had four thousand career yards receiving until uh, this year, and he's been he's out twenty eight. He's been late for six or seven years. Yeah, but who's the fuck, who's the fucking quarterbacks? Okay, then you can say thing with fucking um, uh, Trubisky when he doesn't have anyone to fucking throw to. 
But he has Allen Robinson. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Allen Robinson's just a number two. Okay. He's, he's never been a, a number two. Um, to me, he's just a number two. He's not a number, true number one. Okay. But you think Trubisky's good. So, I mean, that... that and I get that. And Reeves, you're going to sit out there and say that he wasn't even the number one in Jacksonville. Yes, he was. Because the number two at that time was Allen Hearns. They had D.D. Westbrook. And you could probably throw out Marquise Lee. But Allen Robinson was their best receiver on those Hearns teams. was better than him at one No, he was not. He never was. There was never a season where he had better stats than him. Didn't Robinson not play... Well, also career. Alan Hearns is already out of the league because he couldn't stay healthy. Well, didn't he like legs? Trubisky's never thrown for over four thousand yards, and he started three full seasons. Yeah, that's fucking terrible. It's not even. They're not even in the same realm of debate with. I'm I'm just saying, like, I'll take a watch over Trubisky all day. Oh, okay. Okay. We just said he was better. (laughs) Urban's been heated. We gave him the would you rather this week. Normally, he does the six pack. So to keep Urban's blood pressure and yelling voice elevated, I decided to let Reeves do the six pack of the week to round out this week's show. So let's get into it. This is the six pack of the week. This isn't going to end well by any means. I don't really fucking care. Oh, wow. All right. Let's go. <laughs> Reeves, start it off. Give us your questions. All right, my first six-pack question. What team drafted Joe Theismann in the fourth round in the, in the 19 when he was drafted? <laughs> when he was drafted. The Steelers? No. I'm going to go with Washington. That's probably not no. right. So Miami Dolphins. It obviously wasn't Washington if he's asking. I know, that's why I, I, know, I would have assumed the Redskins because they were the Redskins at that time. Right. So. In 1988, running back Icky Woods created this iconic football celebration. Yeah, the, the Icky, Icky shuffle. shuffle. Boom. What team dropped 14 games in a row after starting the season 1-1 in 1992? The Indianapolis Colts? The Jets. No. no. Well, played in the, they played this team in the same division. You guys were damn near close. So it wouldn't have been the Bills. Uh, wasn't the Patriots. It was. It was the The 93 Is that draft, they drafted Drew Bledsoe? Could be. Yes, it would, I think yeah. was the 90, it was the 92 or 93 draft where Indianapolis became the first team in modern league history to draft first and second overall. Both bust, but that's right. why I was going with the Colts there. Right. Thank God they hired Bill Polian. That wouldn't be for a few more years, but yeah. Right, no, I'm saying after that, thank God they hired Bill Polian. All right, Reeves, keep going with this shit show. Ah, They're pretty good questions so far. Who is the only team to end the decade with a 500 record overall, like absolute, like dead even? That's what 500 means. We get that. Now, what decade? Overall in the 2000s. So from 2000 to 2009. Yes. The Colts. No. No, the Colts were the winningest team in the 2000s. You said the only team over or no, under? No, they they finished right at 500. Oh, I thought you said over. Finished no. right at 500. So a team that probably made the playoffs a couple times probably didn't, or they could have started off really hot in the early early 2000s or late or whatever. So I'm, I'm going to throw this out there because they fell off hard. I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. Chargers. They no, and no. All right. The New York Jets. Should have known the right. Jets would have been. But they haven't made the playoffs since 2000. Well, you're right on the money with that, though, team that fell off and come back on strong in the playoffs. I mean, they're, you're, you're going in the right direction. They're 8-8 eight eight almost every year. So, What that. running back had the most carries in 2010? Mm. Adrian Peterson. No. Hmm. This one's going to throw you guys off a little bit. 
I'm going to go with Brandon Jacobs. It's probably not LaShawn McCoy. No, that's actually a good guess. It's and, uh, a Bradshaw, then, if it's a good guess. Michael no, Turner. Brandon, Brandon Jacobs would have been. Michael Turner. Falcons. Yep. Coming over from San Diego. Right. Killed the Colts in the playoffs, and I get that. That's all your questions, right? Uh, No, we got one more. Oh, shit. Which running back broke an NFL record by rushing for 100 or more yards in each of his first eight games? To start his career? Yes. Barry Sanders would be the obvious guess here. Um, Edwin James. No. He is from Oklahoma. Oh, then it's Adrian Peterson. No. Barry Sims? No. DeMarco Murray? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to guess. Damn good six-pack right there. No, Stumped it you wasn't. Boys. All right, so we're moving the podcast to different days, so we'll have a fresh episode out late Sunday night for you. We're going to get into the NFL draft talk. You know, please you know, keep supporting us like you have been. Check us out on social media. We're going to have some fun contests coming up, and we're going to have some you know fan input of your top players for the season. We're going to start going back in over that top five at almost every single position. And then we'll have, you know, uh, we're going to do a contest this year with you guys versus us on our NFL mock drafts. Mostly how easily can you beat Reeves at this? But, you know. You have no room to talk. You barely beat me by half of the point last year. Still beat you. Well, then we got destroyed by this man. I was about to say, I almost doubled both of them. (laughs) I did double Reeves up. but That means you doubled him, too. No, I was half a point away from doubling him up. I doubled him. Yeah. Yeah, That's cool. (laughs) Enjoy your week, everybody. Fuck you, Reeves.